Oh, brother, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Herfador, man. I appreciate you accepting the invite. Oh, man. It's all good, man. Man, culture for me. All right. So uh, this is the Herfador. You know, we're going to smoke. We're going to sip and fellowship. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, your business and everything like that. Just a few little things. Uh, just have a candid conversation, you know, some some good fellowship. Okay. So while I lay flame to this uh, this cigar right here, why don't you go ahead and let the people know your name, your social media handles. Uh, on social media, man, my name is uh, Donnie Edwards or Donald Holbrook. It's government. <laughs> Um, it's Cutter Cigars, man. It's Cutter Cigars on IG, Cutter Cigars on Facebook. Okay, okay. So what exactly is Cutter Cigars? Um, when I first started Cutter Cigars, I wanted to be immobilized, but then I got into the education seminar. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, if anything that you want to do with cigars, I can help you. I'm willing to help. Well, I'm gonna try to help. You. Okay. So more on the educational side. Yeah. What you smoking on over there? I got a Fausto by uh, Tawahe. Okay, okay. I'm smoking on this CAO. I guess it's called the Pilon. P I L O N with the little thing on top. First time having it. It's a pretty good cigar. So, uh, how long you been smoking cigars? About, about 22 years. I figured it was a long time when you made that face. <laughs> Had to do the math. <laughs> what what got you into cigars? Man, when I was in college, I went to, um, you know, I was in Cincinnati. And, man, you know, it was a point where we had no clubs because, you know, always fights and stuff. So mm -hmm. they had a bar downtown called the Havana Martini. And um, we knew we had to get dressed up. And, man, so, you know, you know, you being... 22, 23, and we put on our best Easter suit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, went there, and the music damn near stopped when we walked in. You know, mm. we was a fish out of water, you know? Yeah, yeah. Manager, she came over. Her name was Lynn. I remember this. She came over, and she said, you know, I'm going to do y'all a favor. I'm going to teach y'all how to smoke a cigar. And, man, ever since then, man, I've been smoking cigars, man. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot of uh uh shop owners that'll do that for people that walk in. That's big. You know, most most people they just a restaurant slash jazz club slash cigar bar. It was way ahead of I mean this is in the nineties in Cincinnati. It was right. way ahead of his time. And um I mean for her to sit there and, and after that, we was there every other Saturday when that band was there, you know, because it was a a black jazz band, you know, I, 
know, <laughs> in my twenties, so I wasn't ready for the Latin music. But you know, mm -hmm. when that band played, right, know, right, we started. My first cigar was a Prince Philip Macanudo. Oh wow! You remember your first cigar? Oh, yeah. I think my my first cigar was something by Rocky Patel. I don't know which one. It was something by Rocky Patel. I know that much. Yeah, I remember, man. You used to come to Little Two, man. The Prince Phillips, the Hampton Court. Um, there was another one. They had like three of them. You know, like at the time, Macanoodle, they were the big dogs. You know what I mean? This yeah. Guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, on yesterday on the podcast, I was talking and um. I say when I got into cigars, the first cigar, the only cigars that I knew about was Cohibas and Rocky Patel. That's all people were talking about around me. So uh, the first thing I was able to get to was a Rocky Patel. And now, you know, knowing and seeing so many different cigars and, and, and everything just opened up once I really got into it. You know, I, I don't think I haven't touched the Rocky Patel in quite some time. But it's just so many different cigars out there. Right. It's kind of like, you know, with all these boutique brands, kind of like all these craft beers. You know, I mean, right, right. People are knowing the culture, and I mean, they're making some good stuff that you know they yeah the regular rules, and with right. that, it makes it cool. You know what I mean? It makes it cool. Yeah, yeah. They 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 doing what they want to do. They making the cigars they like to smoke. Um, and like you said, they're breaking the rules because they're going against these powerhouses who have been doing it for years. And they just say, you know what? We're going to do it, too. And they, they're holding their own. If not, eventually. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was saying um, last night on the show yesterday, I was saying that I think I feel like the boutique brands are going to eventually be the big dogs like. Oh yeah, I mean people are gonna look for those as, as opposed to the the already established name brand like the big dog. They're gonna be right, looking because right I mean in 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 you know I don't want to name a brand because I don't want to disrespect no no right company. right. But you know you know where I started from, they was the big dog. I remember you know when Punch came out. Now we were like, oh, the you know Punch was. You know, now, you know, you have these newer brands and they're going to become the Rocky Patels and the Monte Criscos and, right. and you know, the Fuentes and, you know, they're going to become those regular household brands. But it's kind of like, you know, we have Michael Jordan, but man, when I Iverson came to the league. Right, right. Like, <laughs> like we know the Bulls. He changed win, it. But we're going to watch him over right. here. Right. You know what I mean? And that's. I mean, everything just comes in cycles, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changing the game, that's what it is. They're changing the game. You know, like um, I was having a conversation at work, and uh, we were talking about LeBron and how he's taking the power and giving it to the players, you know, and that's, that's, that's huge because now it's no longer, you know, just the bigger cigar brands. Now you got these power players that are boutique brands that can that are putting out amazing things and they're real power players in, in this. Not only that, they're putting on their own festivals, which, you know, that's huge too. And start and, their own lounge. Exactly. You know, you know, the branding of the lounge, you know. 
I mean, it's yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's 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 always growth. Right, right, and the fact that you can tell that they're putting love into it, you know, instead of doing it for the money, they're putting so much love into it, and I, I love to see that. I love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so what do you look for in a good cigar? Um, I I look to see what country, you know, sometimes, but. I like, you know, I want full body, if not medium to full. Um, and I like Robustos. I like the shorter sticks. This uh -huh. is straight to the point. Right, right, right. You, <laughs> you want know, the flavor right, right there. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know, let's, let's get straight to the point. Um, you know, so I try smoking the smaller ring gauge, the smaller length cigars because I want that blast because you know when I smoke right. cigars I try to smoke two or three in one sitting because you know I'm I'm trying to learn to sell cigars promote cigars so I don't have time to smoke a big cigar and it's going to take two hours two and a half hours right 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 you got to go and get it get them flavors and understand it right away yeah I'm, so I'm you know I'm I'm learning you know, I'm. I'm going. You know, <laughs> I don't I'm think to, you ever stop learning when it comes to cigars. It's, no, it's and, always and, and, something you know, to learn. And, and that's what I tell people. You know, they're like, "What's your favorite cigar?" I'm like, "The next one." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm that's having, the true I'm fact. The next one. You know, that's what I'm <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, you know, because there's so many brands, so many cigars out there. There's no way. I mean, you can name something, but you haven't tried everything. So right, right. You know, so when people ask me that, I'm like, hey, I mean, you know, when they keep badgering me, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really digging this, but my answer is the next one. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know? I, I saw a post online that said there are no bad cigars, uh, just cigars that you haven't tried yet. You know, it's like, I, if it's not for me, then somebody will love it. it. So I don't think it's a bad cigar unless, you know, it's poorly made and you smoking it and one side burn halfway up and the other side don't burn at all. Or so. Yeah. 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 All of that. But other than that, if it's not for me, then it's just not for me. Somebody else may, it may be there. They'll go to, you know, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad cigar. Just my preference would be Maduro full body. Uh, cigars, you know that—that's my preference. Everybody's got their own preference, you know. But um, that's that's a good answer. I'm gonna start using that. The next one, <laughs> people ask me, "What's my favorite cigar?" <laughs> the next one. <laughs> so why why do you smoke cigars? Um. Well, you know, when I started, like I said, you know, we was. Wasn't that many clubs, but once I got in there, it was a barrier breaker. Mm -hmm. You know where when I learned or starting to learn what I was talking about, it didn't matter what color was the other person in the the, the lounge; they respected me because I knew the leaf, or I was learning the leaf. Right, right. You know, so when you know the hashtag came out, brothers of the leaf, that don't have no color. You know what I mean? Right. 
Right. You know, if you if you know this thing or you got a a serious interest of this thing right here, it breaks barriers. You know it what does. I mean? Yeah. It could be a, a judge sitting next to a four-time felon just to pick opposites. Right. But they both might, you know, like that same cigar, the same palate, you know. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's a barrier breaker. That's right. That's I like right. cigars. That's that's a that's a great answer, man. Because you know, um, the culture, you know, and the the fellowship is is a big reason why a lot of people smoke cigars. Like for me, the relaxation and the fellowship is the reason I smoke cigars. Right. Because you can, like you said, you could be sitting next to somebody who you would never talk to anywhere else. But the fact that you're sitting on this chair and they're sitting in that chair and you're both smoking cigars, it's as simple as what you smoking and Two, three-hour conversation had. That person become your best friend for the next 60 to 90 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. And then, you know, you, you leave kind of confused, like, man, we not as different as I thought we were. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, you know, like I was talking, my first experience, you know, I was dressed up, you know, because that's the venue. Mm -hmm. But let's say your first time smoking a cigar, you, you going fishing, with your father or your grandfather and your brothers, you know, and y'all out there fishing, y'all catch some fish, y'all frying fish, y'all cracking open the beer. You're not dressed up, you know, so you don't have a, the hat and you're not dressed up, but it's like you said, it's the company, it's the, you know, the camaraderie that you have with, you know, your fellow right. man. And, hey, you know, who don't like, you know, cracking open the beer, fresh fish, talking with your family and friends. And that's right. totally different from being dressed up, going to a fancy place, smoking a cigar. So, exactly. it, you know, it's, 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 it's about this. It's about, you know, um, you know, me and my business partner, we always say it's for the culture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, you can be dressed up or you can just be sitting in your garage. It don't matter. Right. You're talking to people. You're opening up and you're learning about yourself as well as other people. Exactly. Exactly. Finding just getting different different viewpoints on on different things. Um, yeah, tell you you're right. There's a cigar for every occasion. There definitely is a cigar for every occasion. Um, you know, you're sitting down. You you whether it be just a fella sitting down, or whether you like you said you're dressed up in a formal uh, setting. It, it's it's always something for you know the the fellowship and the camaraderie. And this thing, like you said, breaks barriers and opens up doors all the time, you know. Yeah. As, as, since we're on the culture, um, you know, a few years ago, before, well, before social media popped up, you know, what's going on, Carolina Blue? Um, yeah, that's before, my brother, man. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you seen that post yesterday. Yeah, man, that... That's my big brother, man, Chris Moore. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give me a couple of them sticks. I gotta, I gotta try them out. I hear good things. Okay. Um, but about, you know, before Instagram was 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 real big, um, the the cigar culture almost I'm not gonna say it didn't exist because it did, but it it it, it grew with with the with Instagram like. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we discovered one another. Right, you know right, I mean? right. That's the best way to put it. We discovered one another because, you know, you know, before social media, you know, some people like you smoke cigars, you know, like they stink is this and that, but there's a whole group of people who love that smell, who understand that smell, you know, and I just think with social media, we discovered one another. We're like, Hey, there's a group for me. I mean, kind of like a motorcycle club, you know, you don't understand the bond and the, the brother and sisterhood of cigars. Not unless you win it. Just, just like right. a motorcycle club. They got a bond, you know, they, they, you know, like truckers, you know, when they pass each other, they hurt, hurt. It's a right. Lot, you know what I mean? And I think with social media, the, the biggest thing it did for cigar smokers, it opened up because I have been like Carolina Blue. You know, I met Chris when I, you know, like first got into cigar. I mean, I wasn't not first got into cigars, but, you know, I jumped Early out, on. man, I want to make it a business. I want to do something. You know, not you know, man. I was DM him like, "Yo, man, I want to be a rep. I want to do this. I want to do that." And then he was like, "Okay." Then I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> now <laughs> what? Now what? Okay, you know, split went in the mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, and then I I learned to get serious about business, you right, know, um, right. and then I, I you know, I, I hope she get to see this, but um, lipsticks and fingertips, you know, down mm -hmm. there in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I contacted her, you know, cause you know, she had the mobile lounge. And I'm like, right. I right. Here in Cleveland. I want to do that here. And, you know, she told me, get your paperwork right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, man, to me, like, that was the biggest thing ever. That was, like, the best thing ever. It's like, get yeah. your paperwork right. So then I had to do research of getting my paperwork, getting my vendor's license, you know, getting the OTP here for the state of Ohio. I, You know, I learned. So, I mean, it, it went from zero to 60, you know, real quick. You yeah, know, because yeah. I'm like, oh, because I didn't put my, you know, I, you know, I, I, I didn't told this dude in Carolina. That I, you know, I can, you know, because I, I got to get that, you know, so I'm like, right. I, had to, I had to speed it you up. You talked up like, on it, now you got to come with it. Man, this is a two-minute offense, like, you know, but but that was the, also the beauty and the power of social media because I'm reaching out to people that taught me things to, 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 to get in this business and take it serious and you know you know how like you go to a store and they got their first dollar taped up yeah yeah you know i you know I, I felt like that you know the first time i you know i did a pop-up um you know i you know i i got all my paperwork right i did this did this and that it was the cleveland browns versus the pittsburgh steelers mm -hmm. and i had a box of flavor cigars that was black and yellow and uh, the dude bought the whole box because he was a Stiller fan. It's probably one of my first posts, so you'll probably have to scroll. That's like four years. Scroll ago. all the way down. So you got to scroll <laughs> all the way down. And, and you know, I, I ran out of cigars because I sold out. You know, so my That's first different. time popping up, you know, like, 
And it was like 11. But the first pop up. My first pop up, I sold out. And it's like 11.30. And I'm like, the game don't start to one. Like, I'm on the <laughs> you know I, mean? I got a pocket full of money. Yeah, you got no more cigars to sell. I had to close up. Then, you know, then that taught me inventory. Then, you know, it made me start thinking, you know, about a whole bunch of, you know, other factors that come into running a business. Right, right, right. You know, then, you know, I realized that you got to do your research how much you're going to sell them for. Because I'm like, yeah, I got a pocket full of money, but I realized I can have more money. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, so you got to do your research. You know what this cigar sell for this and, that. and I didn't know that Pennsylvania is a major player in the cigar game. Really? Yeah. So when they say broadleaf, that leaf come from Pennsylvania. When they say yeah. Connecticut, that leaf come from Connecticut. You know, th these are not just names. See, so, you know, everybody thinks you're always learning. And this and that. No, no, that's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's here. I mean, so. It made me research and do more work, and like you'll be surprised, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, see, like, here I thought know, Connecticut was just the color, not they, huh. it, it, but it really did. I mean, so, um, you know, like, and if you get into selling cigars, like, you know, the Cigar International, this they headquarters is in, um, hope I'm saying this right, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, you know what I mean? Wow. So, it's like. You know, you, you learn when you get in there, you start researching. Yeah, yeah. And so that first pop up, like I said, I sold out and it's eleven thirty and I'm like <laughs> So you know Nothing I, but conversation I, left. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I you know, I, I you know, did what most Browns fans do. You know, I got stupid drunk because, you know <laughs> the best part was tailgate. You know, now the Browns right, right. playing decent football, <laughs> but you know. Four years ago, I think that's when we went 0-16, but, you know, <laughs> that first game of the year, you know, we all got hope, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Maybe even game two. Maybe even game two. <laughs> right. Now, let's, let's discuss the rise of black-owned cigar brains right now because they, they, they're everywhere. It's a, a, it's a bunch of them. And I love it. I love to see that, you know. Yeah, um, it's needed. It's needed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great thing for the entire culture. Um, <laughs> like I said, um, I got on social media. I seen Carolina Blue, and it was a golf outing. I mean, I'm going way back. Like I said, you're going to have to scroll way back on his page. Right. You know, and I got an interest in golf. And I'm like, man, I can do this. You know, I could I could sell those. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know how you see something you know it's for you, like, and I could do this. And um I remember I also was talking to um I can't think of his name. His name is Dean. You ever heard of Epic Cigars? Yes. Yes. Uh yes. you know, and I was talking to to Dean and you know, um, I can't think of his full name, but you know, he, you know, he told me like, well, well, if you gonna, you know, because I told him like, man, you know, I'm about to work with Carolina Blue, because man, I was inquiring, you know, like looking for right. a job, you know, anybody I saw on, 
on social media, I was inquiring, you know? Yeah. And Dean was like, well, you know, you, you got to pick, you know, because I want <laughs> you to concentrate, you know, saying on getting them in store. So I like, well, you know, I'm going to roll with, you know, my man Chris and Carolina Blue, you know, and it's good to see that Epic Cigars now, you can buy them online. And yes, um, yeah. I also talked to um, uh, Casey Hagen. That made, he made Crux cigars. You ever had a Crux? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I had, man, I had. Man, I was out there, man. Like I was talking to these the the newer brands that's coming up and that's making waves. Man, I talked to all of them. I mean, I was busier than the devil. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so I you know I talked to Casey. You know, Crooks out of um, Minnesota. You know, I talked to Dean. He down there in Florida, and he you know he sent me a picture of him. Um, with the owner of the Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, Sean Khan, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was something like, like, nah, I'm, I'm going to stick with my boy Chris and Carolina Blue. But, man, you know, I man, I was inqu inquiring, you know, like, you know, um, I can sell these. You know what I'm saying? And right. really because this is how I started. I don't, I don't know if you remember or know about before the government changed the rules, Gurkha used to have a, a, a advocate program or an ambassador. Well, if you sign uh, up with Gurkha, they'll send you one or two boxes of cigars for free. You know, you huh. get you get 20, 40, sometimes 60 boxes of cigars, and they just wanted you to go to the lounge and introduce them. You know what I mean? And I always used to make this joke, like Gurkha was like, the master P, the no limit of cigars, because you know Gurkha got so many lines. So you know they, yeah, used, to, yeah. they used to send stuff, and um, this was 2016. So you know Cleveland, we had the the RNC here, you know the Republican National Convention. Yeah, and um, I was just in the lounge, and I met the Gurkha rep. He's like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm gonna sign you up, man. You know, they signed me up." And uh, man, this is so funny. So the week of the RNC, I kept calling this dude, and he mm -hmm. wasn't answering his phone. And I'm like, man, you know, we about to throw this party. You know, I'm thinking I'm about to get paid. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so, man, I get bold, and I call Gurkha down there in Florida. Because I want to know, like, man, I can't reach the rep. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> is this the RNC. I can't reach the rep. They told me, hey, Ray, <laughs> the lady said it's so smooth. He's been fired. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He was, wait, was he fired before or after you talked to him? He must have got fired between the time I met him and by the time the RNC started, he, some in between there, he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> And I won't say his name, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to let him make it. <laughs> right, right. But I called down, a, you know, because I'm like, man, I can't reach this dude. And um, right then and there, I was hooked, though. I knew I wanted to sell cigars. You know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, then I, I think the following, following year, that's when I seen Carolina Blue. Or it might have been late 2016, you know, um, 
I mean, I got into it, man. Like I was, I was all over, man. Like, um, it was another cigar company out of Key West, Florida called Rodriguez. Okay. And they got some great cigars and, um, same thing, you know, I called them up like, yo, man, I put it on Instagram. I didn't know the power of social media. I'm like, man, this is the best cigar I ever had in my life. You know, not knowing, I mean, I smoked a lot of cigars being smoked right. back then. It was probably about 19, 20 years, you know, or, you know, I've been smoking for a while, but man, it was just something different. And then I, I just kept learning. So I was like, you know what, before you put it on social media, you, you need to know. You know, right. before you start right. talking, and it just kept going from there, going from there, and going from there. You know, and that's 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 the thing, man. These these, like we were saying earlier, these boutique brands, like the 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 brands who are putting so much love into it, they're watching social media for their product. You know, um, so so when they see it, or you tag them, or you post it, they have the, the 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 time i guess to actually respond to it and react to it so and that that makes people like me feel great when i post something and that cigar line either likes it comments or reposts it right yeah. that makes me feel great and it's it's nothing too big it don't cost you nothing to 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 hit the like button if you see it if you come across it and it, it makes the person feel great. And they're like, okay, well, I'm definitely smoking more of these, you know, just right. because. Um, but it's also the fact that they're putting out great products. Cigar Boss, um, I have not tried Conscious Cigars yet, but I, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it. Conscious um, Cigars is very, very good. Mm -hmm. A good friend of mine. Moved to Tampa, came back to Cleveland, like, here, try these. I tried those conscious cigars, and I got nothing but good things to say about them. Um, yeah, I got I got to get my hand on one of them. I'm going um, to Tampa pretty soon, and this will probably be um, my second stop. The only reason yeah. I say my second stop is because um, Davidoff is, like, two miles from the airport. Right, right, and they, they, they right definitely there, so that's why, But <laughs> conscious cigars, very good, um, very good cigar. Nothing but good things to say about. Them. If you haven't tried them, please do go, go get them. Yeah, man, that's that's. I uh, he was out here in uh in Houston for, he was putting them in uh Legacy Cigar Lounge out here. I wasn't able to make it to the cutting light, but. I uh, uh uh so I got I got to give me a, a, a got to get my hands on them I got to get my hands on them. Um, so what obstacles have you encountered in starting your company? Getting that paperwork right because each state got a different tax and a different law for tobacco, mm -hmm. and. You know, you transporting, you buying stuff across state lines. You you got to know it. I mean, you can get your hands on it and you can, you know, you can make dollars um, here and there. Mm -hmm. But this happened to me um, when I got all my paperwork. State of Ohio sent me a letter 
saying you owe thirty seven thousand dollars. I was like, what? Oh. I'm like, I owe thirty seven thousand dollars because you know with the Ohio OTP, you got to file every month, even uh -huh. if you don't sell nothing, you still got to let them know. You know, right. so it, like I said, you know, um, if you want to start a business, find out what is your state laws. That's that's the biggest thing. Like, um, you know, Ohio, it's hard to get a cigar lounge because the building got to be freestanding. They got to be there. It's certain rules. So it's like, you know, but then you go to a different state that embrace cigars, you know, like Georgia. Uh -huh. If you can rent the, the space out, you can start a cigar lounge right there. You know, so each state have their, their own different laws and you, you got to know it. You know, if you want to be like a cigar company selling to different state or, or even bringing them in, you know, however you want to do it. If you want to be a brand or you want to be a lounge, you got to know the laws. You got to know where you can get them and, you know, what's the laws, you know, because, you know, when I got that letter and said I owe $37,000, <laughs> I'm like, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't sell cigars like that. You know, but right. but they, they want that they want them taxes. They want you to file every month if you sell one or one hundred. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I had to learn. Yeah, yeah, you got to you got to learn all of that and get that paperwork right. Man. You got to, you got to. Um, let's talk about a little. Let's talk about a little bit of cigar cigar lounge stuff. So, what's what's one of the most annoying things you you uh, have encountered in a cigar lounge? Um, I guess when I see people judge other people for what type of cigar they smoke. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Because it, it's it's to your palate. You know, it might be a guy 6'4", 300 pounds, but if he, he want to smoke a cherry-flavored cigar, that's his choice. Right, let him smoke what he <laughs> wants. Like, like, <laughs> you know, you know, people kind of, you know, you know, prejudge people like, oh, you know, like I said, I I like to smoke robusto. I like the the shorter sticks because I want to smoke two or three cigars in a in a setting. Right. And you know, some some guys like, man, I feel like I'm getting cheated. That little cigar, you know, costs more than this big cigar. I'm getting more bang for my buck. I'm like. He don't know about the leaf. He don't know about the preparation in the cigar. Right, like you right, can't, right. can't judge it by the size. You gotta, you gotta know what you're looking for. And so, I don't like when people judge other people. You know, like man, let them. You know, some people like this. Some people don't. I mean, you, you know, you, you gotta mind yeah. your own business at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a fellowship. But it's a fellowship. At some point, let's let smoke what you want and leave people alone. You know, or, you know, and I refuse. I, I just said I would never talk about it again. But the C word, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, you know, people like, well, have you ever had a... <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? They don't know, they don't know nothing about a cigar, but they, they want to ask you, well, have you ever had a... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, you went on vacation, you went on a resort, 
You know, you, you got got. got. <laughs> you got got. You got got because it wasn't what you think it is. You know, now you come back. You know, the Jedi. And that's all you want. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's my biggest pet peeve. Uh, uh, aside from people licking their cigar and asking to borrow your cutter, you know, my biggest pet peeve is the people that walk in and look, where your expensive, where your most expensive cigar. I'm like, okay, or I only smoke the C word. You know, it's like if that's all you smoke, that's it. Yeah, man. Oh, oh you just trying to show off, <laughs> right? Like, you don't know nothing. But like you said, you went on vacation. They sold you a box for a hundred dollars. That was five of them in there, and that was that was some black and miles with a different label on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got got, but it's okay. And it's now quite you can judge everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Somebody say somebody always borrowing your torch. Yeah. Now, now the first time, okay, yours might have been out or whatever, you know. But sometimes some people need it six or seven times. Teo, you, 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 my brother. So we good on that. But there are people who you don't know who would ask to borrow your torch, and all they're doing is tearing their cigar up. They keep on lighting it every every pull, and 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 they done burn half of the cigar. The other half ain't burning. They, they didn't burn all <laughs> the flavor. At all. Nothing at all. They taste it. That's like putting too much um, charcoal fluid on coals. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you oof. You know, like <laughs> 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 like all the coals white. Like you know, it's immediately. It's gonna be in ten seconds. Like. <laughs> You know, you Something ain't right with that. <laughs> you didn't kill everything out of it, like everything. You know, it's, a, it's a slow roasting. It's a you know, it's a leisure hobby. You know what I mean? But I think people get a kick out of seeing that flame and smoke. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know? They think that they gotta they gotta light it every time. They want the most smoke, and and what you're doing is in, in, in you pulling in nothing but soot. And they don't understand that. But they don't care because, you know, they're smoking the C word and they done paid $30 for it. So, right. And so they... Your little, your little seven, eight, nine dollars stick, $12 stick ain't nothing compared to that. <laughs> or or when, they, when they heavily, heavily dip a cigar in cognac or bourbon or... Yeah. yeah. Know, that's another reason why they need your lighter because, you know, like, that bad boy is soaked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh cigar balls say uh, people who smoke a cigar and in Newport cost the same. <laughs> who think a cigar? People who think a cigar in Newport cost the same. Yeah, man, you're right. People who come in there, they're like, oh man, oh man, twelve dollars. Uh, you ain't gonna get this for no fifty cent. Sorry, this ain't no two for a dollar in here, but. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's my. <laughs> I, now, I'm not gonna say this because I I I know people who say this, and I like. Please do not put them in the same category. But when people don't like, say hey. it, no, you know when people say, oh, you know, <laughs> I smoke cigars. Like, oh, what you smoke? Black and Miles. Oh, get out, <laughs> get out. I know the box say cigars, <laughs> but get out. <laughs> like really. Yeah, get out, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> Either learn or get out of here, because that ain't no cigar, <laughs> man. So, what are, what are your two? What are two of your most important principles, whether it be life or business? 
just enjoy yourself. I mean, like, you know, cigars, you can do it in a group of people. You can do it by yourself and you can still enjoy it. You know, just, you don't, like I said, you don't have to be dressed up and all fancy to smoke a cigar. Just enjoy right. yourself. You know, just, just sit back, you know, and you don't have to play jazz. It's not stereotypical. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you like trap music, you can smoke a cigar listening to trap music. You don't, you don't have to put on John Cole trying to smoke a cigar. Right. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you know, you, you know, so my thing is enjoy, be yourself and enjoy yourself. That's that's what it's about when it comes to smoking right. cigars. Be yourself and enjoy yourself. That's real good. Because you got, you got people who, like you said, they think that you gotta, you have. If you don't smoke a cigar with whiskey, you ain't doing it right. Man, you know what? If you like, if you want to smoke your cigar. If you like tequila, if you want to drink some some tea, if you want to drink uh, some water, if you want to drink Kool Aid, do what you do. You know, do what you do. Yeah, that's what it's about. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, man, you, you you definitely got to, man. You definitely got to enjoy yourself. Um. You have? Do you have any advice for anyone starting or thinking about starting a company? Um, I think I said it earlier. You got you got to get the information. You know, um, I mean, because you know we're talking about cigars right now, but there might be two more people who know way more than we know. You know, right. it's not a, right. it's not a competition. It's it's a self-paced business, and it's a self-paced hobby. You know, you learn yeah. at your pace. You can't compare yourself to nobody else. Um, you, you just gotta. I mean, you always learn. Like we said earlier, you know, you it's a self-paced thing. You can't. You know, like you said, you can't judge a cigar by the band. Right. Artwork. You can't judge it by the price tag. You know, that's marketing. You know, that if they think they can get that for that, God bless them. You know, so it's self-paced. That that would be my advice. You know, just you learn. Like I said, you know, the first time I, I sold a, um, a desk humidor, and, you know, I, and I, had, I didn't have the best cigars in there, you know, and... Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, um, you know, I, I, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, did I get that customer as a return customer? No, because they probably smoke, you know, different stuff. I don't want to say better because I don't want to judge no cigar, but they probably smoke. They probably is more, you know, deeper into cigar. So it's self-paced. You know, don't, don't try to... Um, talk up your cigar knowledge or game. You know, you, you learn at your pace. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, man. I, I, I love that because I've been smoking cigars for probably 15 years. Well, I can't say. Well, yeah, maybe about 15. Yeah, about 15 years. And I, I learn every day. You know, like, like you said, Connecticut leaves come from Connecticut. And I had no idea. I thought that 
it was just what they called the lighter rappers. I had no clue. But you learn every day and 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 in business, like you said, you got to you got to pace yourself. Yes, if you were thinking about starting a business, go on and do it. But like you said earlier, get that paperwork right and 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 learn before you jump into it. You gotta get that information. That's definitely great advice for anybody starting so starting a, any kind of company. Right. You know? I and I, I see some of the comments. You know, I just want to say I love Buicks too. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> born and raised from Flint, Michigan. I'm from Buick City. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. Buick. <laughs> yeah, Buicks. Uh, uh, we got 76 deuce in the quarter. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. We we man. It's it's something about this whole culture that that it it causes you to be. It forces you to be yourself at some point. You know, you can try and fake it all you want and, and, and you'll fall off, you know, regardless of if you're, if you're selling or if you're just smoking them, you're, you're going to get found out. You know, they say real recognize real. And the thing is, when somebody's smoking a cigar, you'll know exactly off top if they know what they're doing. If they, if they, everybody thinks they know everything about cigar. Yeah. I can't say everybody because I know, but it's a lot of people who think they know everything about cigars. You walk into a cigar shop, you got a guy smoking. Uh, he he want to pay fifty dollars for a stick, and I go and get one of them unbanded house brands for uh, six ninety nine, and That's great smoke. And I'm telling them, hey man, look. Uh, this is better than that. You know, try this. You know, well, nah. You, people think that the price means that it's better, you know. And that's, 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 that's the one thing about cigars that I can say for a fact. The price doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. You know, you got people who, who want to buy, they just want to show off. And, and right, yeah. When you're doing that, you lose it because there's so much out there. There's so many brands. You, you, you'll never smoke all of them. Um, that's why you just got to, like I said, pace yourself and enjoy yourself because you're not going to smoke all of them. Right. You ain't going to smoke them all. It's impossible to smoke every brand of, of every cigar of every brand that's out there. You know, they keep coming up. Uh, yeah, Teo, you're right. You're definitely right. It's all about the enjoyment and the experience. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, okay, okay, Carolina Blue. Uh, I keep saying Carolina Blue. Chris, appreciate that. Um, I said that Connecticut is growing in a few places. Ecuador has the most flavorful, but the U.S. has a fuller profile. See. I didn't know that the U.S. was making them at all. I thought it was all from Dominican Republic or Nicaragua or Cuba. That's what I thought. I didn't know that. So I'm learning something right now, you know, and I I appreciate that. And I appreciate you for accepting my invitation. Oh, man, no problem, man. It's... It's fun, man. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I, yeah. I 
I don't I don't like a lot of attention, but I think it was a maybe a couple of months ago. I seen your page and I just you know shot like, hey man, I I see your work, man. I like that. You know what I mean? And that that's all I, I didn't I didn't expect to be on here. I just wanted to encourage. I seen somebody working. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I appreciate that. And and once you sent that, you opened the door because I. Once you said that, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask him to be on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to ask him to be on here, you know. 